Welcome to Keith's Midnight Minorities. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? How's everybody doing tonight? We are tonight. Yeah, tonight. Are you asking the people in the room or are you asking people listening? This is the people listening. I assume our listeners listen at night. Oh, that's what you assume? Mm-hmm. It's a good assumption. Yeah. So, how this are, podcast is made for How are y'all listening. doing tonight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Mike, Frank, and Keith in the building. Make sure the kids are tucked in tonight. Okay. Because <laughs> we're bringing fire. We're going real adult. Real adult. This is a. Uh... The NC-17 episode. <laughs> Rated A for adults only. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the second time us trying to record. <laughs> it didn't really work out too well the first time, but... Yeah, we. I brought extra TV I had over mm-hmm. to try to get everything back up and running the way and that we it had it. did not work. Yeah, we've had some technical difficulties that we... We just gave up on. So now we we're just have here. to quit. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. Quitters eventually. do, baby. Figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's bro, too much pressure. Say Trump's trying to get some horse meat back on the market, bro. Trump is. Mm-hmm. That's your boy, Keith. I mean, they slaughter him anyway. Is horse meat legal in the U.S.? Yes, yes, it, it is. is. And we ate some. The Huffington Post. Oh God, Huffington Post, Huff Post, Huff Po, the Huff Post. That's something I don't get. It's like the the media and the way that people like uh, present the media or present them to be false. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's something bad that say against you, that's fake. Oh, it's fake. But and then when it's something that's good for you, this you can <laughs> quote the same source and be like. Hey, according to the Huff Post, you know that fact is wrong. Yeah, that's just called hypocrisy. And it's like <laughs> what you just said it's all fake. So why are you quoting this source when previously you said everything they put out is fake? So this yeah, doesn't make any sense. Hypocrisy. It's hey, someone who has a reputation <laughs> said something that supports what I think, mm-hmm. but then the very next article could say something that I disagree with, and suddenly they're fake news. That's just fake news. It's just ridiculousness. The modern times of just denying that's, everything. That's but then they'll also annoying. like quote some uh right wing news of today dot com. It's like what? That's an unbiased source. What do you mean? Today our our amazing supreme leader, President <laughs> Trump, did something absolutely amazing and got horse meat back on the market. That's a win <clears throat> for America. Obama would have never done this. <laughs> it's just All hell, President Reagan. Team team politics is just getting annoying in general. Like we're all on the same team, right? We we all want each other to do well. It's just one side wants to take all the credit, it's or called. wants to be the side that's like, see, what we're saying is the right way to do it. Your way is not the right yeah, way. Everyone wants to think that their way is, is the right way. It's just annoying. Just why? Compromise just, is a please. sign of weakness today. Please. We just all want to do Even though well. compromise is how we get the Constitution. 
But people like to forget to about that. They like to forget that in order for politics to function, you have to mm-hmm. compromise. Mm-hmm. Instead, you just get these grandstanding people like Ted Cruz who will be like, oh, I fight for what I believe in and I don't don't give any ground. It's like, well, that doesn't make you a good politician. That actually makes you a bad politician. You have to be able to compromise. Yeah. And that's in a lot of things in life. If you want to, I mean, if you want to live, you want to rule your household <clears throat> like, <Rule> a, it. <laughs> like a dictator, right? Then, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. I mean, there's probably going to be. Your wife's probably going to leave you. There's probably going to be some resentment there. And there's going to be, you know, um, people on your own family that don't like you, like your kids or your wife or your husband. Causes causes strain for sure. So there's always there's got to be some give and take in anything <clears throat> that you do, really. Yeah. In a business, in a some even something like this, like a podcast, there's got to be have some give and take. We could, you know, when Keith decided to, you know, say, <laughs> "Hey, I don't want to do the karaoke thing anymore," right? We could have been like. All right, Keith, and you can't be in the podcast anymore because that's just the way that we work, right? We were like, okay. I mean, we did give some kickback because we really liked, you know, everyone seemed to like it. You know, Keith, you uh, we were in the wrong in that. It's the most popular segment. That was the it most was popular not the segment. Most popular you know, segment. Um, yes, it was. I, I gave it a try. That's something I don't hey, like hey, to do. Hey, you still have one more song to do. Yeah, I told you. So I'll shut do up. that last song. But what I'm saying is I gave it a try. Mm-hmm. We still need to I don't like vote. doing it. Well, mm-hmm. of course not. No, it's not. I just don't like doing it. Of course <laughs> not. Because you don't like rap music. It's not because I don't like rap music. He doesn't like rap All music. All I've listened to since it came out is uh, Eminem's Kamikaze. And what's what's so Eminem's good. color? Uh, black? Of his skin. I've only ever, <laughs> uh, I've only ever <laughs> listened to his music, so mm-hmm. he sounds black. He must be black, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now I know he's white. Don't try to make this to be some a white race stuff. issue. I only listen to white rappers. Bro, we're we're colored. We have to make every issue into a race issue. Okay, you're just like Mindy. Yes, Mindy Kaling from uh, the Office. But like I was saying, you know, we we were like, you know what. This is one of our most popular sections of the show. Why do you keep saying um, that? <laughs> we, you're wrong on this, right? But, you know, we just want you to be comfortable. We want you, you know, we, we realize that you're very sensitive when it comes to this kind of thing. <laughs> so we just said, you know what? We're just, we'll just cut it, you know? I'm not and... saying we have to cut the karaoke segment. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not going to be the primary source of the karaoke. Mm-hmm. You guys can, can choose to do some karaoke songs if you want. I might join in periodically. That was you're going from. <laughs> I don't want to be the main source to periodically yeah, to every six weeks. I'll yeah, come in. No, bro, it. you are the source of karaoke. Yeah, that's why we have to bring. You have to bring some comedy, bro. You bring what? no comedy. My that comedy was... is interspersed with your comedy. No, 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 no. no that no, is no, my no, comedy. No. The comedy is when you. That's that's just comedy at my expense. When that's you, not me make, you making spit, comedy. When you that spit those comedy. bars, bro, you gotta spit the bars. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you know, just like I bring on Pee Wee, I bring on mm-hmm. Yogi. You gotta bring on them bars. 
<laughs> so, like I said, you know, we worked it out. We we're like, okay, we won't do it anymore if you don't feel comfortable, right? He was crying, everybody, like tears. Yeah, yeah. we had to console him. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Even though his significant other loves the segment and would pick out songs, loves the segment, which you cannot deny. I so wouldn't she, say that she loves the segment. She was picking out songs, bro. Yeah, because she wants me to do karaoke because she loves karaoke. Okay, then. There we go. I don't. You heard like that said, here I first. Keith try. does not love his significant I, oh other. My. Hot take. Hot take. I he s- has said it on this podcast. I stepped out of the If it was between zone. her mm-hmm. keeping her or having to do karaoke on the podcast, he said, eh. You're saying I have to do karaoke on the podcast to keep her? Eh, I'll pass. That's what he said. Hot take. Here, fresh off the press. Oh my god! Okay, all right. We'll move past that point. It was just a very. We talked about it as a group. We moved past it, right? We can. There are other things that we can do. Yeah. Right. And we've had you know disagreements about even topics that are talked about, and Mike did not like. I did, not, I, I did not want topic. to do the global warming segment, right? Only because I felt like it, for us, as people that, ha- like, you know, Frank and myself, we have to be able to comment on it and provide some sort of entertainment for the person listening. And I felt like global warming was just a hard topic for us to work off of. I mean, and there's so many interesting things that you can talk about, like the science behind it. Like yeah, but we weren't, up the, we weren't the ones doing stuff. the research on it. So it's yeah, kind of hard I for us it up. to talk on it if we're just working off of your research. That's why I brought it up that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Gave that's why this to topic is research. really good. I like this topic that we have today. <clears throat> and we changed the way that we're, we're doing the KCC so that everyone has a chance to do research, not just me. I'm not doing any research. Or just present. I just delve in. Whatever you present, I'm in. Or just present like uh, some topics. If Keith needs help with some topics, which sometimes he might, we just throw some topics in the little pool there and maybe help him out a little bit. Give and take. Still mostly my topics in there, but. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I guess we did it. We worked it out. We move forward. This is a political system that functions. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy with three because we we can we can just outvote someone really easily, and as long as you're able to move forward with the decision, then we're all Gucci. So if we add a fourth, because I brought this up, all the mm-hmm. the really big successful podcasts like ours, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, like ours, mm-hmm. they have at least one female person involved got like h3 h3 it's his wife mm-hmm. um your mom's house husband and wife mm-hmm. tiger belly tiger Kalilo. belly boyfriend mm-hmm. girlfriend the only uh, i mean there's some big ones with that like yeah, yeah. but like joe rogan he I mean, does, he has guests but on. yeah he has a lot of guests and a lot of them are female mm-hmm. what about chris delia bro i'm not he's, saying he's that all single, of them podcast yeah. just by himself or theo vaughn he's just by himself by himself 
or uh, I don't really think you can can count just like an individual just doing like a show. I mean, I listen Do they to have guests? there's some podcasts like The Fight and the Kid. That's just two guys, but they have uh, periodically have like women that do the social media stuff and mm-hmm. they they kind of bounce ideas like we want the female perspective like what do you think about it so that they still include them in the podcast so what we're saying here is we're looking for them girls <laughs> <laughs> them ladies are we looking for one yeah one why would we just want one Ugh. Oh, no, 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 no. what i'm saying is like do we want to rotate in other people or just have guests? one person? Like have guests? Yeah, we could have all, guests. All female guests? All female guests? No. That's if we, tough, I dude. think if we did... That's a tough ask. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying if we wanted to actually expand it, guests would be a good way to do it and try to balance it, like good number of male-female guests. I think that would help to expand what we have. I feel like I agree. I I would appreciate the female perspective on a lot of things. We're just a bunch of guys in here, you know, bunch of balls and dicks, <laughs> and you know anatomy really well. Semen, oh okay, just flowing in here. <laughs> Testosterone. You're painting a very vivid picture here. Yeah, of what this room this looks room, like right now. <clears throat> we they don't know. We we might be naked right now. That's how we get comfortable. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and clarify. We're not naked. We're fully clothed. <laughs> how much money to do a naked podcast? We're fully clothed. The three of us? Mm-hmm. Um, no amount of money could Dang. could make me do that. I'm not... I don't Wait, are just you more sit worried about naked? your own self or about seeing us naked? It's more about me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, I've, seen, I've seen Frank naked. <laughs> it's because y'all played sports together. Mm-hmm. I was never, I never really played sports, like, and I, in a way that I had to, like, take showers, like, because it would be, like, I played, like, Little League, so I just went home after. You showered after? Did you shower with your clothes on? Were you that kind mm-hmm. of weird guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never had to shower at, like, Keith a public shower. looked me shower. straight in the eye and said, yeah. <clears throat> I never had to shower at a public shower, so it's not, it's not that I feel uncomfortable with, like nudity or anything mm-hmm. it's more that sounds like i don't are. want to be naked around other people mm-hmm. that's just the way i am get over that's it. that's just the way he is <clears throat> when i was in college um we would periodically go out to the middle of nowhere right with my friends to like a hunting lodge kind of thing little cabin that my friend had and after the hunting was done, you know, we would, you know, get together in the uh, in the cabin. Mm-hmm. We'd pay, play, like, card games and stuff. We would get fucked up, right? <laughs> fucked up. Uh-huh. And um, we would play uh, this game. I think it was Some like strip Kings. poker? No, I mean, <laughs> it, was, uh, oh, it was like, it was like Kings. It was like Kings Cup. But there were specific rules that we added on. About stripping. Like, if, if you pull a specific card, you have to do a certain thing. Okay. Right? Like, there was one where you pull this card, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, now we have to do a suck and blow. It's not... <laughs> it's not... <laughs> 
It's not what you're thinking, okay? Okay. What you do is you put the card up to your mouth, and you suck on the card so that you keep it up next to your mouth. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, then like the person who sits to your left or to your right, either whatever way it's going, mm-hmm. you have to get the card, and then they suck it, and then you have to like blow it onto them. So then they pass it, and then see how far it gets around. Okay. I mean, this this does sound like mm-hmm. some kind of gay stuff. No, this it was there were more girls than guys at this. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And but he was only interested in the guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying this was like all your guy friends. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. you never, you never clarified. Hot take, Mike. I'm no, just no, sitting no, here no. like imagining bisexual. like six no. like hot take here. like burly guys no, just like all right, like... bro, sucking blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be it'd be like it'd be like three guys and then like four or five girls. Okay, all right. Um, From a straight perspective, uh-huh. that makes it better. <laughs> yes, I, I I identify as a straight male, right? So anything having to do with any kind of guys kissing me or touching me in a sexual way—that is not your sexual preference. Not, that's not cool with me. You're raping me or you're molesting me. Okay, so let's just put that down. Um, but like I said, we were doing this. Sometimes there was a guy next to you, mm-hmm. right? It can't have you can't have all the girls next to you, right? So we would play that those kinds of games. That was pretty fun. You drop the card, then you got a drink or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There was one card <clears throat> that was, it wasn't a card. It was a yeah, it was a card where you the thing was like an ace where you, if you draw an ace, you make a rule for everyone. So it's like you can't point. You can't point anymore, or you can't say anyone's name. If you do, the rule is you take off a piece of clothing. Piece of clothing, right? <laughs> Give a little lisp there. A little piece, <laughs> little piece of clothing. Uh-huh. Um, that so that was one of the rules that was mostly targeted to me because I always point to people, <laughs> okay. right? So so you had to get naked a lot. No, this just is one time. Okay. So it was like. Um, you can't point anymore or else. And I was drunk. I was already drunk. So I was not paying attention at all. Mm-hmm. And then, it was, I mean, it didn't take much time. <clears throat> before you pointed? For, for me to get butt naked. And it's, oh, my God. And it was like me and then like other people were also. Not naked? Okay. No. They were also <laughs> undressed to various forms of undressed. Okay. Some were less comfortable, so they weren't willing to go all the way. Okay, so they what, just got down to their chonis. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that I mean that really, I wasn't really uncomfortable with being <laughs> just butt naked in a room full of people. Yeah, I just covered my my beans and sausage, <laughs> the twig and berries, my twigs and berries. Oh, we got twigs and berries. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um. I don't think I would be comfortable with that. You wouldn't be comfortable no, with that? No, I wouldn't be. Like, they would have to fight you like, no. I just would be like, all off. right, I'm I'm done playing. <laughs> Damn, hey, what a party hey, pooper. Hey. All right, Keith, you got to take off your shirt. I'm done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Peace out, guys. He said, hey, man, the upper body is it's a weak point for me. Really? Yeah. Is it because you got double Ds? <laughs> I mean, your back hurts a little bit. <laughs> My back hurts. Come on, Keith. What? I mean, what? 
I just don't like having my shirt off. I don't take my shirt off when I swim take either. Take your shirt off, Keith. No. <laughs> Let's take it off right now. No. Take it off right now. No. Take your shirt off. I'm not taking my shirt off. Why not, dude? Yeah, bruh. Because I don't want to. Come on, bruh. Okay, what? Hit a, hit a couple push-ups and take shit off. <laughs> that's hey, not going to help a, anything. Get a little pump. Get, get a little get pump, that pump yeah, That pump is real, bro. Yeah, it's not going to help me. I can tell you. Do you take your shirt off around your significant other? Yeah. Rarely or? No. Every day. So every day she sees you without a shirt on. Yeah. Every day okay. she sees them. All right, then let's expand no. this. Do you go out into your no. living area without no. a shirt on? Nope. So Would you if <clears throat> you were living by yourself? Oh, yeah, by myself, yeah. Oh, okay. If it was just me and her, yeah. So oh, your okay. roommate has not seen you shirtless? No. I haven't seen him shirtless either. He doesn't just walk out of his room with... Have you... Without a when shirt you, on? When you, this is the true test. Mm-hmm. When you go swimming, is your shirt, shirt on? I just said that. On. I keep my shirt on. Oh, <laughs> I gotta take a sip of water. Oh man! I don't when, think you understand to, the the level of insecurity for my when I used to live. I used to live at <laughs> I hate the old fat. house in college. Uh huh. I got a bunch of roommates, right? Uh-huh. And my room was really, really <clears throat> far away from our bathroom. I just towel on, <laughs> walk through. I don't give a fuck who's there. No shirt on. I never. Just, oh, that. what's up? Like I'd, we'd have company over that I didn't know about. I didn't know about. I was just in the shower, walked out. Oh shit! There's company here. <laughs> just well, I got to go into. I mean, room. at our old apartment, my bathroom was a like there was like a very tiny hallway between my bedroom door and the, my bathroom. <clears throat> so like every now and then, well, usually at, at night after I would take a shower because i take a shower like right before i get in bed then i just like jump across to the room you jump, jump. <laughs> he run hey hey this nigga died across i was me. making sure nobody saw a three me three right? point stance at the, the, the door <laughs> just ah. hey i bet i bet he had to hype himself up too like, all right Keith, i wasn't hype myself up it was I mean, just I'm gonna have to i'd open the door. door look out all right nobody's there Oh my god! Bro, that's <laughs> you got like a third. And this is at your your place huh? of dwelling. Yeah, you gotta feel comfortable. The where you place live, that you least. live. You it's, check it. I don't want. I didn't want my roommate to see it. <laughs> well, who cares? It's a guy. <laughs> I I just didn't feel comfortable with it. That's to me. That's like such a weird kind of concept. I think it's because you played sports. So no, I mean, because I'm in my house. Like, I mean. I'd be shirtless all the time. Okay. I walk around with like my Nike, like my, uh, what do you call it? Compression shorts. Compression shorts. Okay. It's my sister I mean, that was just my... never anything that we did at my house like growing up. Like it was always, you know, you have night clothes, go to sleep night and clothes. night clothes. Well, if I said night clothes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't run around and like. No clothes or anything like that. It just wasn't how I did things. Did you swim with your shirt on back then? Like as a little kid, no. When I got fat, you though, know, you know our yes. friend, you know our friend, the the big one. Uh huh. No shirt. I think all, it's just I, all the time. He is confident. <laughs> like he has confidence. I don't have. 
That's true. He he does. Even back in, he had a little bit too much confidence back in high school. But <laughs> I'm not saying that anyone's wrong. Glenn, for if you it. had That's a full head of hair, then would you take your shirt off? No. What? <laughs> you never know. Could full be head of hair. Are you hairy change. like all over? I mean, I have body hair, but it's not like insane amounts of hair. No. Okay. I'm not like wearing a sweater underneath my shirt or anything. <laughs> How much weight would you have to lose before you take your shirt off? For a shirtless podcast. Oh my god. I think I'd have to be I'd have to get down to like the one eighty. No, one ninety. One ninety ish range. Oh, so you're trying to lose fifty pounds. I mean that's the goal in general, yeah. But I I doubt even then you'd feel comfortable taking shit off. If I get back to working out, then yes. Like whenever we were working out before me frank and a, another friend that used to work out with us um i got down to 173 i think was my weight maybe 171 you were feeling fresh well so i still felt like because i i guess it's just the way that my stomach is like i just have a little pooch that won't go away so i felt like i was like all right i still can't take my shirt off no bro that's why you gotta get that chest jacked up <laughs> bro i thought you I said think- you was i thought you said when we Switch to that other workout, the one that take us like two hours to complete. Yeah, you the bodybuilder routine. Like, mm, baby, you like these yeah, muscles? Two hours is a hard ass. Didn't you say that? That was so. I felt really strong then, but I felt kind of like the, uh, I guess like a strongman kind of look. Mm-hmm. I yeah, still kind of looked look. big, like f- fattish, but I knew I could. I felt strong. If you're gonna have a, if you're gonna always have a pooch, you might as well look like that. Yeah, I'm. I definitely don't think I have a body type to get down a six pack. Like I'd have to work really, really hard. Yeah. Like to have like zero, like flat stomach. I just don't think that's how my body's set up. <clears throat> it's kind of no sucks. Key. You've never worked hard a day in your life. <laughs> I, I have to say, I disagree with that. But that, yeah, to me, that's. That's crazy. You would not have had a good time then. All right, guys. The goal is to get a shirtless key. Shirtless podcast. By next year. Year. <laughs> June. June of next June? year? Yeah, June of next year. Shirtless podcast. First day of June. I'm, We're booking I'm, I'm it start, right now. I'm going to start working out, too, just because I have a wedding that I have to be a best man for, and I got to look presentable, so... Trying to look better than the groom. I mean, that's already. Every day, <laughs> Are you gonna show up with like a? a that's light work, boy. Sleeves cut off. Uh huh. Say, hey, what's up? What's I'm up? I'm ready for this best man duty. Yeah, pretty much. Just wear a vest and a cut off shirt. Um, but yeah, Keith, we can start running. Yeah. No. I mean, I need to. This man's full of excuses. I'm not saying that. I'm not giving any excuse. I'm saying I need to. Hey, Frank's living over I just here don't like now. It. So, I mean, fitness connection is always a thing. Yeah. My girlfriend's been doing better with it. She just finished the whole 30. How'd that go? She's lost nine pounds. She looks. Legit you pounds. can tell. Just. Oh, you've lost some weight. So. Uh, those are nine legit pounds with no working out or anything? No working out. All right. 
I mean, she would do. She started doing some light, like body weight stuff towards the end of it, but nothing crazy. Eat you better. Step it up. She'll leave your ass. Yeah. She's going to start getting hit on by who knows who. Jamal. Francisco. <laughs> or maybe another key. Francisco another with the key? colored eyes. The colored eyes? Swing your the fuck, hazel bro. eyes? Huh? The hazel eyes? Yeah, bro. All right. What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? Uh, My brain? It's not enough. <laughs> that doesn't do it. You can't hey, the brain. brain is the biggest erogenous zone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Stimulate the brain and you go wild. You got it forever. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that shit starts to go, bro. So whenever we both have Alzheimer's, that's whenever mm-hmm. I'll lose her. Yep. Literally. Your brain, you're not, you're not fit anymore. Your brain's not fit. <clears throat> I mean, it does help working out, helps the brain, so. How did we even get to this topic? It was a big chain of events <laughs> led to this. Your game that you used to play in college. Oh, yeah. We used to play some crazy games, dude. Like beer pong, we'd do like. If crazy. You... Well, it was like beer pong where it's like if you yeah, miss. Why don't you tell them how you used to steal stop signs, bro? That's back in the day, dude. <laughs> Why would you steal a stop sign? It wasn't stop sign. It was a street sign. It was never oh, okay. a stop sign, okay? That stop sign, that's dangerous, okay? People we won't know when to stop. We do street signs. So you were those those people. You're the reason we there's RFID tri- chips and street signs. We were bored as fuck. <laughs> this is like out in the country. so I mean, I mean, You gotta be really bored to steal a street sign. What? We were, and then the first time we did it, Pulled over by the police. <laughs> but. They didn't see the street sign. Didn't see it. Did they thank y'all? Were they suspecting? No, because. Did they ask oh, you about the we missing were street out, sign? We were out getting signs. I, I think it was a sign that. Because we were, we looked for signs. We would like look for signs in the area and like, oh, I want that one. Right? Because <laughs> it, like for me, it was a 60. I like Pike Street. For me, I it was like a 60 miles per hour sign because my number in high school was 60. Right? Okay. So I was like, oh, I, I'll, I'll take that one. And that oh, was so it wasn't one. just street signs. It was, hmm? it was yeah, just I mean, all yeah, traffic we, signs. No, we stole those too. I mean, we. Um, <laughs> there was one where it was one called Bean Street. Okay. Uh-huh. My friend's like, oh, I want that one. I want Bean Street, right? And so we would... Uh, allegedly go out. <laughs> <laughs> you already openly said you stole. No, that's all alleged. Oh, okay. okay. Uh-huh. This is all alleged. I'm writing a story right now, a book. I'm writing a book. So this is all hypothetical. Based on somebody just... else's life. Yeah, it's based on someone else's life. Oh, okay. So I'm writing the book about this. Is this is just the memoirs given. Yes, yes. Okay. And so we would, in the book, we would go out. <laughs> we would go out to just out in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters would find the sign they want. And we got to the point where we were, um, we had gloves in the book. Oh my God. And uh, <laughs> this is a full on uh, uh-huh. primary. <laughs> and then we would have tools because, you know, the easiest way to do it is just to bend down the sign and then bend it the other way and then it would break off of the metal. Uh-huh. And then so now you have signs that are like this and like this. Yeah. But they're clamped on by the metal mm-hmm. at the bottom. So you can't really take them off. So you need tools. From the research that I've done, 
on this. <laughs> for this book. For the book. For the book. <laughs> okay, yeah. Of course. Right? And then Memoirs so we had the tools, we would take it off, and we would like have someone looking out if the police or any cars were coming. Oh. <laughs> Okay. This is a frequent thing, right? And we had a lot of signs. <laughs> how many would you say this person that you interviewed, how many signs would you say they had it? Um, of course, you mean the royal we. Like, at, yes, at total. The like, the whole group. We. The whole group. The whole group. Uh, from what I, from my research, <laughs> I talked to a lot of different people. It was probably, like, in the 20s. Okay. I mean, that's not, like, crazy, but... Mm-hmm. It was never, from what I understood, it was never like a stop sign or anything like that that could, you know, endanger someone's life. They're never going to know what street they're on. I mean, taking away a speed limit sign is potentially dangerous. Nah, the speed limit's all over the place. Every, like, mile you go, it's about there. You probably got somebody pulled over because they didn't know. Well, control your speed. (laughs) Around corners, <laughs> only around corners. <laughs> okay, straight away as, as fast as you can go. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, uh, I used to do that. I mean, in these games that I used to play, there was you know uh, beer pong where you would get naked. God, why is there so much nudity? It's just at a party, dude. Hey, when you're a guy in college, you want to see girls get naked, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you make mm-hmm. these rules, and then you're like, I'm gonna follow them. Are you going to follow them? Yeah, yeah, and okay. Until they are just like, oh, never mind. No, and then everyone everyone at the party be like, no, boo, <laughs> boo, party foul. <laughs> I guess I just, I've never had the party logic, so I went to a club once. Oh, God. <laughs> How was that? I can't even imagine you at a club. You're such a square, right, right bro. Here. This is Keith right here at the, at the club. All right, so... <laughs> I went to one of the biggest Hispanic clubs <laughs> in Houston. Oh wow! Oh my god! It's apparently the called? second biggest. Those mil, those I don't remember what the name club of the club 2000? was. I think it might have been Club Two Thousand. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So I went there. Uh huh. I was under twenty-one, so I couldn't drink. Who were you, who were you with? Longtime friends. Uh huh. He'd been How trying did to they convince get you me, to go. Bro. He'd been trying to convince me to go for years. Like since we turned eighteen, like all he'd ever asked me anytime we were both back at our hometown, he'd be mm-hmm. like, "Yo, bro, let's go to a club." Nope, I want to go. Mm-hmm. So this one time, he thought it was being real slick because mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, man, come over. Just, we were gonna go do something, so I just want to, you know, I want to have fun. So let's just go. You know, we're just gonna hang out." Mm-hmm. He'd always try to get me to to do stuff. I always knew something was up. That's how we got the Chonkla story and uh-huh. a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> so I go and he's like, "Hey man, try these clothes on." I'm like, put Damn. these clothes on, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, bro, you're good. Yeah, you look good for the club." <laughs> you're like, "What?" <laughs> I was just like, "God, I knew it. I knew that's where this was gonna go." Mm-hmm. So then, like. It was like maybe seven or eight of us. Any All one girls. Out. Yeah, it was like my friend, his girlfriend, like some of her friends, and then are these girls all over you? No, I think most of them had boyfriends. So, uh, anyway, 
We go to the club, and it was at the height of tribal. So it was a bunch of dudes with those dang pointy boots and the the tiny hats. <laughs> so, Some paisas, bro. And then that was like the dance floor was like you had to like do that giant circle mm-hmm. and you like slowly work your way into the middle and then get yeah. back out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did that, and I was just like, All well, right. hold on, let me see the moves, bro. I didn't really. I'm. Hey, I'm show terrible. us your dance moves. Get bro. up and there show us any, moves. It was just like, hey, hey, stand up and show us. <sighs> it was just like. Cause you have to like. <laughs> you want like, <laughs> There's like, yeah. there's like a thousand people on this dance floor. There's like a thousand people on this dance floor. So like, this is how you have to walk. <laughs> so like every now and then I just like wait and just like take a full step. Mm. But um, eventually it got to a point. God, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I think I was the only white person there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so eventually, and this is, I had long hair, longer hair back then. So like eventually like this group of guys just like turns around like, hey, it's white Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jesus. And then eventually like they were just like trying to get me to dance. Like, so we had our own mini circle with just like me and these dudes i had no idea who they were mm-hmm. and then uh, we ended up just like jumping together <laughs> they put the spotlight on us oh <laughs> god <laughs> wow the worst possible i was just like god this is were terrible like, i hope i don't see myself on those tv commercials i was oh my god this started is jumping? atrocious you started it was weird like they just started jumping so i was like all right i'll jump with so you, you guys like, jump yeah were you having yeah. like a good time though I-, I felt like it was more like they were making fun of me so i'm pretty nice. sure they were they were making fun of you to some degree. I think they were because I'm terrible at dancing. But well, yeah. I mean, what they were doing was they were just like, "Oh, hey, look at this guy. Look you at know. this fucking loser. Look at this guy. He looks like Jesus." It's not like, "Ha ha ha ha." Let's make fun of him. It's just like, "Hey, this would be funny, right?" <laughs> I mean, it's one of those fun at my expense kind of things, though. But no, I mean, anyway, you were having a good time. Eventually, I got my way out of that giant mm-hmm. dance floor. So then we were just kind of like going room to room. Eventually we went upstairs to one of the smaller dance floors. And when we got up there, those same guys from earlier downstairs, they were up there as well. They are a lot more drunk now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, hey, white Jesus. And then they like picked up this like five foot tall Mexican chick who probably weighed like Say like 180. Damn. 200. <laughs> he picked her up and threw her at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bowling ball, bro. Did you catch her? Well, she just like, she kind of like landed and like bumped into me. So I was like, oh, whoa. This is weird. Mm-hmm. And then so I was just like, all right. I walked away. Just... What'd that girl do? She was mad. Because <laughs> like, you didn't catch her? She was, well, no, she wasn't mad at me. She was mad at the dude who threw her. Mm. Should have caught. It should have caught her. So what you're well, saying she, is that you didn't have any of the hoes. Oh, I wasn't trying to. No, but were any hoes like, hey, white Jesus? Hey, what you got? What's that, white Jesus? No, trying to get that green car. Even after you had the spotlight on you. <laughs> no. Damn, hey. bro. Man, that, that must have been hair. embarrassing. It was that. Yeah, it hair. was. That's probably a scarring story. Did you have a, like a beard and a mustache back then? Yeah, I had a beard. 
I had longer hair. I have some pictures. I could show you guys. God. But yeah, that's I'm my one club experience. No, I'm not going to go back to a club. I have no interest in it. I mean, I don't really like clubs either. They're just... I mean, I'd, the I'd whole reason to like, go there is to get drunk and try to meet somebody to have sex with, and like, I don't really care about that. It's not my interest in life. I'd rather just go somewhere with some friends and sit down and talk about stuff. Go get drunk. I, mean, I could do I could do both, but I prefer just like a smaller group. Clubs aren't really my thing. It's just, just like still... hot. It's sweaty in oh, there. It's so I get so sweaty, dude. I was sweating. It was... Why Jesus? Why Jesus? Why Jesus? I heard that a lot that night. That's just... People just started calling you that? Yeah. That's what you get for having that long hair. I liked it. It looks ridiculous now, though, looking back on it. Yeah, man. Yeah. If I was... If I had more... If I wasn't thinning on the top, Thinning. Yes. Thinning. It's just bro. gone, bro. It's not gone. <laughs> it's just to it let thinning. it go. It's thinning. All hey, right. we had the cure. <clears throat> we have it. Who could possibly be our sponsor one day, which you guys probably should if you're listening to our podcast. Not. For hims. Help us get Keith right. He's bald on the top. And he's got a dent on his head that does fat he not want to show the world. Dropped and kicked in the I don't know what it looks like. Shit exactly. dent. I don't know what it looks like oh. in terms of just like having no hair on my head. Oh, I don't I can know tell you what it looks how like. bad it will look. I can look. tell you what it looks like. It looks bad. That's what it looks like. So you need to start taking care of your head. Taking For him. Did you For ever get hands. that uh, Casper mattress? Huh? Did you ever get that Casper mattress? Yeah. The other hopeful sponsor. Casper, if you're out there. <laughs> I want that There's mattress. No, we're giving him a shout out right now for free. For hims. <laughs> hit us up. That's not how ads work, dog. We're asking them to hit us up. Hey, man. It's not like so we're because doing we have a episode. true test. We can we can put up a before and after picture of Keith's balding hair. It's head. gonna be like before, like before this. hey, before hims, after hims. And then after it's gonna have an afro. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be completely <laughs> just big black hairstyle. <laughs> That doesn't look natural at all. There we go. Yeah. That's my club story. That's a good story. I enjoyed that, especially when they threw that girl at you. Yeah, they just threw this obese Hispanic woman at you. She was wearing some tight white clothes. Ugh. Oh. But yeah. Did she even look at you? Looking like a seal. Oh, like, I don't know. It was kind of weird, like. She was dancing with the with a guy, and then I was just kind of there, and like they w- did the whole. Where were your friends? Jesus. They sound like they left you, bro. <laughs> they got there. No, I was there with them. Like they were just kind of like we were on the dance floor together. Like I was just kind of. So what were they saying when them. people were like, "Why Jesus"? They're like, "Hey," because they tri- they were like, "Ah, oh, he's popular." No, I'm not popular. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, Sometimes you gotta roll with the punches. I mean, I did, but it's not like I didn't realize what was going on as well. <clears throat> so it's not like I was offended, like, oh, we need to leave right now. 
This is clearly not an establishment for a white man. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, no. So today we learned that Keith does not like to be shirtless. What about bottomless? No. Like just wearing <laughs> underwear. What about you wearing a shirt, not wearing any pants, but like wearing some boxers or something? I feel more comfortable clothed. Clothed. Fully clothed. Well, I'm saying like you have some boxers on. Are you walking out? No. If I'm leaving my room, like my room and bathroom, are like the only areas that I will have less clothing on. I mean, you only wear <laughs> shorts, so it's like the boxers are basically just a little bit smaller shorts. What do you sleep shorts. in? Sleep in my underwear. Oh, okay. Well, I was about to say, like, my night clothes. My, my <laughs> night, I mean, my I did. Night, my, jam- my jammas. My jammies. I did sleep in night clothes for a long time. It was just like a... Undershirt and some bro. shorts. It gets too hot. In Texas, it gets too hot. Well, I don't know. For some reason, the apartment I'm in now, like, even sleeping in my underwear, I don't know if it's just really humid in the room for some reason, but it gets hot. It's that, all that body heat you got going on. That's you, bro. I mean, I do have... You probably just run comp- hot. I do. Yes. But even at my old apartment, I felt fine. Like, fan would be all the way up. That's how I always sleep. Fan all the way up. But here, or at the one I'm at now, it's just like, man. You should buy one of those things where it's like a <laughs> ventilated sheet. So I think me and my girlfriend are going to do when we can get a bigger bed. Going to get like a more breathable mattress and then some better breathable sheets. Well, there's one where you can, there's like a thing that oh, yeah, with blows the fan. air yeah, the up fan. to your sheets. The issue is and my girlfriend like, would absolutely hate that. Well, you can split it. You can, you can just get it on your side and then not theirs. If you run high. I mean, you'll probably be cooler once you get a, a real bed. A real bed? I have a real this bed. This guy sleeps in a college. It's a full bed. It's a full-size bed. And he's uh, Mr. Memorous Man's obese. And this is a large man. Yeah, this is a big boy. And he's sleeping in a full-size bed with somebody else. I mean, she's small. It doesn't matter. There's no way you both can lay flat on your back. Yeah, we can. Bed. Comfortably. No arms dangling off. <laughs> 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 hey, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the goal is a king. Mm-hmm. Of course. but Of course. I mean, that'll happen eventually. Someday. Like the room you're in now would not support that king. If we just had the bed in there, yes. Like we couldn't have anything else though. What do you mean that? What do you mean anything else? Like I, I'm saying, I couldn't have like my desk in there. Oh shit! <laughs> I couldn't. We probably couldn't have a dresser like in the room or anything either. Like the TV Sacrifices. stand and and maybe even the TV stand wouldn't fit that well because king size. No, <laughs> king really? is longer. Our, a king would have fit in our bedroom. I think the way that y'all's bedroom was set up, it was a little longer oh, than right. ours. It it was it, slightly it, different. Everything would fit. You'd still have room all around. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not saying Perfect. that it would be just like zero room for the TV stand, but it would be like maybe a foot. So it's not like a it's not great walking room at that point. But you got good laying room. Yeah, I I'd rather have good laying room. 
I mean, the issue right now is that I need a spot for, I need a space for my desk. I can't for do For what, though? What do you do when you're at your desk? <clears throat> Work on my animation stuff. No, you don't. <laughs> That's how I sync up and do edits do to this laptop. podcast. I don't have a laptop. Do you have a laptop? have that old one that doesn't work very That'll well. That'll work fine. <laughs> no, that laptop worked fine. You just try to connect to your internet. Mm-hmm. No. And then as soon as we connected to mine, it worked perfectly fine. Because you, you overestimated how good your trash internet was. Because we know how good good internet is. Because I have it now. And it's magical. I have it now? Is it, is it magical? I mean, it's crazy fast. Yeah. Okay, then. That's all I got to say. It's fiber optics. Anyway, should we uh, move on to this KCC? Yeah, the next like KCC can... should be should find what it's called to have the fear of having your shirt off because that's what you have. All right, I don't think Let's that go. needs to be a whole KCC topic. It's not really that controversial. Anyway, as <laughs> some <laughs> of <laughs> the title of the KCC would be "Man Boobs Are They Real?" Gino, <laughs> <laughs> do I have it? <laughs> Anyway, to serious topics now. Mm-hmm. The three of us are from and live in Texas. Mm-hmm. So we have a big. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to say right now. Big election coming up. Yes, a big election coming up <clears throat> for the Senate. Mm-hmm. It's pretty popular uh, nationwide right now. It is. Trending. We've got Robert Beto O'Rourke and Rafael Ted Cruz, with Cruz being the incumbent and Beto being the person who's trying to kick him out of his job. So that's what we're going to be discussing today, kind of giving... A rundown of their stances on things and ultimately telling everyone who we plan to vote for. Wait, what? I mean, I. That's what we're doing at the end of this? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole point, right? We wanted to do the research, talk it out, figure out who, whose ideas we agree with the most Mm -hmm. so that we could determine who we want to vote for by the end of it. And this is being recorded as of, hold on. The twenty second, September twenty second. Because some some crazy stuff could go on after this. <laughs> I mean, that's we, true. Yes. If anything comes to light after this, and we need to change our mind, we reserve that right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I guess I'll I'll start off actually with the registration process in Texas because mm-hmm. I actually just signed or filled out the stuff today. So basically, you can fill out stuff online. Mm-hmm. But then that only gives you the documentation that you need to then mail it in. And that's the only way you can actually get registered. So basically, they're just adding an extra unnecessary step to get registered to vote. So I think that's dumb. It's very archaic and stupid because it's going to get entered into a system anyway. So why not just have us enter it directly? It's dumb. So you cannot do the whole process online. You cannot do the whole process online. You... You don't even have to do anything online. It's just that if you enter information online, it just automatically fills in stuff whenever you print the papers that you need. Yeah. And then you basically just fill out everything else and you have to mail it in. 
So if you haven't done that yet, go ahead and do it. I think the last day for registration is October 9th. It's not that far away. And then the early voting stuff starts not too long after that. I think it ends in October 22nd, I think. Mm -hmm. And then final voting is sometime in November. Maybe the 24th, whatever. So, with the actual people, start out with a little bit of history. Ted Cruz has a little bit more information that's more easily available for him just because he's been in a bigger spotlight for a much longer period of time. But Ted Cruz has been the senator of Texas from 2013 until now. He was a lawyer before that. And also, both of these people went to Ivy League schools. Can't really say that they're like, you know, your your standard level of education people. <clears throat> so he went to Princeton and then Harvard Law School. He worked as a lawyer for a while. Then he became an advisor for the George Bush administration back in 2000. And then he did some governmental lawyer positions for a while. And then he became senator so like all the stuff that he's mentioned in debates about him fighting for legal rights that was all during that time between sometime in 2000 and 2013 beto on the other hand he went to columbia he's been a uh, representative for texas and the house of representatives since 2012 before that he started a business um, a web development company based out of El Paso. And then he became a city councilor in El Paso and then moved up to House of Representatives for Texas. So that's their background. So really the only one who has a lot of private business experience is Beto. Because Cruz did more governmental lawyer work, less private stuff. So do you want me to go into stuff first as far as Cruz versus... Yeah, you're the one that did the research. Come on. I thought you said you did research too. No. Oh, come on. I'm looking at your... You have a whole, whole notebook <clears throat> here. Yeah, I have a couple pages worth. It's not anything crazy. You see anything that I got in front of me? So? <laughs> All right, I guess we'll start with Cruz on the issues. Mm -hmm. He is very much against abortion. Which, in turn, he has also supported a lot of legislation that would be considered against women's health. Because basically he's fought to defund pretty much, pretty much any kind of Planned Parenthood, which does a lot more than just abortions. Basically, if it has any kind of link in any potential way to abortion, he opposes it. It doesn't seem to really matter how much benefit it could have outside of the abortions. But he opposes abortions wholeheartedly. He is a Republican, so he's pretty fiscally conservative. One of the crazier things that I saw as far as his fiscal uh, conservative views was that he wants a universal tax rate for all businesses. And I mentioned this last night. He wants to set it no matter the size of the business. So small businesses to large corporations that make billions of dollars a tax rate of 16 percent across the board 
That seems ridiculous to me, but... Seems nice to me, <clears throat> at least for me personally. If I had that right, I'd be... The issue is, I think that comes down to someone who looks at it as trickle-down economics will work, mm-hmm. and it's not going to, because a lot of businesses, they may initially, if it went to something like that, <clears throat> they may initially give some bonuses, and they may even start to implement yearly bonuses, but those bonuses will likely start to get smaller until they eventually go away, and then the companies just keep all the profits anyway. So they'll do it, because that's going to happen with what happened with the tax reforms recently. They gave bonuses. They might continue to do bonuses for a short period of time, but eventually those bonuses will go away so that companies can keep all the money. Um, He's pretty against any kind of LGBTQ stuff. Um, He strongly opposes gay marriage, and he fights it on the basis that a federal ruling that legalizes gay marriage is unconstitutional because it goes against states' rights. He says that the states should be the only ones to determine marriage. He also has pushed for a basically a legal definition of marriage, and that legal definition would be man and woman. Yes. Man and woman. <clears throat> man a lot of woman. his uh, viewpoints are rooted in religion. He was also the senator. I think it was whenever he was a senator. Maybe it was before that, but he fought to keep a Ten Commandments statue in a courthouse. Wow. Okay. And won somehow. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Um, he also is very much against a lot of federal government organizations. So, he wants to eliminate a lot of the bigger organizations. Like, he wants to get rid of the Department of Education. which seems ridiculous to me. Um, He hates uh, any kind of national or uh, world court rulings that oppose any kind of U.S. governmental rulings. Um, I didn't see any specific... Like, what do you mean? Like, any... Well, because, like, world courts can Mm -hmm. convene and then... They'll say, you know, these things are against human rights, so mm-hmm. no country can do it. He doesn't want those rulings mm-hmm. to be upheld in the United States because he says that that goes against our sovereignty. <clears throat> so basically, he's like, an anti-globalist. Like torture, and you can't, we can't torture people, and some of the stuff. Be... Yeah, like he's against. He says mm-hmm. he's against torture, mm-hmm. but he doesn't consider waterboarding torture. Okay. Um, and most all of these things are since he's been senator. These are things he's said over the years. And maybe today he feels differently about it. But these are all things that he's on record as saying. Um, so I'm going with you know, a total viewpoint of him. Um, he also is not a fan of the UN, as a lot of more conservative individuals are. Uh, he's very pro-Israel. He believes that the United States should fight for a country that they that we should see as an ally. <clears throat> I guess I can't say that that's a bad viewpoint to to set, but basically he promotes military action, and he also he wants to reduce government spending, but he's wants to grow the military. Mm. Those two things don't really go hand in hand. Yeah. So basically, the way that he wants to reduce government spending 
is by cutting all of the unnecessary, quote unquote, unnecessary things like funding for education, funding for health care. He wants all that stuff to be privatized so that we can have a strong military and other things that he deems as important. Um, he's also not a big fan of the EPA. So he's not very, he doesn't come out very strong on any kind of environmental positions, which once again, I think is kind of ridiculous. If you listen to the last episode, mm-hmm. we only have the one planet. We don't have any options to move to another planet at this point. So if we ruin this one, we're kind of done for. So he wants to, he's one of the people who pushes for reducing government regulations so that companies can go on and drill. He wants to roll back protections on the Gulf of Mexico because we don't have any drilling or any significant drilling going on in the Gulf of Mexico currently because of the EPA. Mm-hmm. He wants to roll all that stuff back so that we can start doing exploratory drilling in the Gulf of Mexico again. Um, so, yes, um, he's a big pusher for um, voter IDs. He also actually, a few points that I can agree with him on, he wants government reform in a way that he basically says that all executive orders should be reversed because they're an overreach of power, which they are. So can agree with him there. He also wants term limits for Congress, which honestly, if you think about it, that should mean he at this point would be like, oh, maybe it's time that I retire because I, I'm the <laughs> you know, longtime politician here. <clears throat> he <laughs> was one of the, the politicians who pushed for the whole Obama's coming for your guns thing. Mm. Um, so if anyone remembers that I remember whole... remember they came for my guns. Yeah. You're just sitting in your living room. They just busted in, in the door. Busted the door in, dude. Took them. Yeah. Um, I guess... Oh, yeah. One of the other big ones. He's very pro-wall, but if anyone keeps up with any of this stuff he doesn't have a very good relationship with trump so i wouldn't say that he's of a similar mindset to trump but he definitely has a lot of those conservative ideologies that are based in some idealistic view of the country that was never really a real thing um one of the other things that I found pretty strange was he believes that extending unemployment only leads to continued joblessness. I'm not sure if that is saying that he believes that we should not have an unemployment program to help people when they lose a job, mm-hmm. or if he's saying that um, like he thinks that people just don't get jobs because they have the option to get unemployment, <laughs> which... We talked about that on the last episode as well. Those benefits don't last for very long. Usually it's a maximum of about six months. Mm -hmm. And you don't get paid very much. Nope. And it's also based on what you've paid in over the course of you working. So it's not like it's some crazy amount of money that someone could just live off of for any extended period of time. So I don't really understand the logic of that. But those are the some of the key points that I found as far as like kind of big issues that kind of give a good overview of 
where he stands on a lot of issues. Like he's a lot, he's very pro military, very, uh, he doesn't have a strong standing on as far as, uh, civil rights because he doesn't like gay marriage. He also said that, uh, true American, like, uh, that lady who denied a marriage license based on her religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. He was like, I stand with her 100%. Oh, she is geez. she's a true American, but he's also someone who doesn't believe that NFL players should be protesting police brutality. So, mm -hmm. um yeah, he he's definitely a very opinionated person and that opinion definitely gets into his politics. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Which I guess is true of every politician, but it's it's very much based in personal stuff and not so much based on fact it seems so beto he is from everything that i i found as far as my research he's pretty liberal but kind of moderate like he is pretty uh he, he's not like the strongest as far as like gun rights go but his outlook on gun rights is pretty much just he wants uh non-automatic weapons um and then a bigger push for background checks universal background checks and <clears throat> uh a complete ban of anyone who's dangerously mentally ill which wow sounds pretty normal yeah it's it's <laughs> kind of the common sense gun laws is what you could look at it uh he did support the stimulus package that bailed out a lot of businesses and stuff. So can't say I agree with that personally. Um, but he is, he pushes a lot for women's and uh, LGBTQ rights. So he agrees with the gay marriage stuff. He wants to push for more women's health initiatives. Uh, he's pro-choice. So along with that, the health benefits that go along with having the institutions that support abortion. Um, he considers corporate political spending not a form of free speech as what has been established as a reasoning for businesses to be able to spend lots of money on campaigns for politicians. Another weird one, he wants to label GMO foods, which seems completely pointless to me because basically you'd be labeling everything. I mean... I mean, if if it's going to cost a lot of money to do it, I don't really feel like it's... I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't cost a ton, but it is an extra step that companies have to go through. Mm -hmm. It's another regulation that honestly doesn't really need. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't really fall and die on that sword. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, not that this wasn't like a big thing that came up. It was just one of the things that I was like, oh, that's, that's mm -hmm. weird. Um. He does want automatic voter registration with any, anytime someone gets an ID, That'd which be. would be amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because um, that means like it, any teenager who goes to get uh, an ID, once they become of age, they would automatically be registered to vote. Anyone who gets a driver's license automatically registered to vote, um, which kind of also solves the whole. Mail you need in. a well it solves that but it also solves the whole you need an id to vote thing because if you have an id you're automatically registered to vote kind of goes hand in hand with that mm -hmm. um so he's been a, a 
person who's pushed for kind of modernizing the whole registration and voting process. Um, he doesn't want state income tax in Texas because he believes that adding more taxes, like big taxes like that, aren't really going to help anything. Everything I saw as far as his uh, fiscal plans or fiscal ideas kind of revolved around more putting the pressure on businesses. So making sure that businesses pay the taxes that they have. So going through doing tax reform to eliminate loopholes that allow businesses to basically get out of a majority of their taxes. Um, but reducing the amount of taxes that individuals have to, to pay. Um, he is, as far as education, he believes that states should have the right to set up their own system. So he doesn't believe in the top-down view of education. So he hasn't said he wants to abolish any of the major organizations like Ted Cruz has, but uh, he doesn't think that the federal government standards should be forced at the state level. Um, he wants more direct changes that look at the schools that are actually failing as opposed to just throwing a bunch of money at schools and expecting things to change, uh, which is kind of the system that exists now. They just spend money and expect something to change. Uh, he likes clean energy. Uh, like I said before, the whole gun control thing. Uh, he's against the wall and supports immigration reform in a way that would benefit everyone involved. So he believes that people who are here illegally already should have a path to citizenship without actually having to be deported. Um, also, just from what I saw, looks like he believes in reducing uh, the overall cost and red tape that most people have to go through to actually get citizenship. He also believes in decriminalizing any asylum seekers because that's what's been happening a lot is they come here to try to seek us asylum and then they somehow get put in a, a jail instead of going through the uh, correct process. He's also someone who supports legalization of weed, which is kind of a big deal for Texas. <clears throat> and he wants to decriminalize hemp. So he wants hemp for industrial use, which would be a, a huge thing because it can be used for all kinds of ridiculousness. So that's kind of their thing. That's Beto's thing. So he is pretty liberal as far as like healthcare and civil rights stuff goes, <clears throat> but not like a crazy amount. Like I wouldn't call him like a Bernie Sanders level as far as like the healthcare stuff Ted goes. Ted Cruz does. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his, uh, that whole debate. Cause that was ridiculous. That was insane. That was hard to watch. Honestly, like, um, but Beto is, is definitely more liberal, but I'd say a moderate liberal. So he believes that guns are everyone's right, but because guns are usually one of the big hot button topics. So he believes it's everyone's right under the second amendment, but we need better laws to help protect against mass shootings. Cause honestly, once one happens, people know it can, it, it's a thing that's, the only re logical reason I can think is that once someone breaks that dam, it just it happens. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. Also, he's a big pusher for like mental health and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's good. 
it's it's things that we really need to talk about and actually address so he's someone i think who will fight for that and push for it um fiscally he wants to put more pressure on businesses as opposed to individuals uh then he hasn't i haven't seen a lot of stuff like religion didn't come up a lot in his stuff that usually is a good sign to me just because it usually means that he's keeping religion out of politics which is the way it should be um so yeah that's a lot of the that's all the stuff that i found what'd you find mike um i mean that i didn't really do that kind of research on them i really just went through and tried to <clears throat> fact check the um the debate okay and so should we talk about how the debate went down yeah that'd be a good kind of next point here I'm, I'm sure a lot of people watch the debate if they're interested in the race and i'm sure both sides are claiming oh you know my guy won i so mean i was, wouldn't i don't feel like there was a clear winner yeah it, it didn't really come out to like oh like this guy's definitely the winner here like there were definitely people in the crowd who were fans of both of them mm-hmm. but ted cruz did a lot of the tried and true political method of yeah. I'm going to compare you to everyone who people on my side of the aisle don't hate. Like. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, I believe he's uh, trying to instill he's very fear. very passionate, just like Bernie Sanders. You might as well just be like, you know what? You know who else is really passionate and believe what they were talking about? Hitler. <laughs> I mean, I'm not comparing you to Hitler. I'm just saying that both of you are pretty passionate yeah. in what you're talking about. Yeah, like that was his Pretty much the entire debate, that was his tactic. Like any kind of rebuttal was, oh, well, you know, it's funny that he didn't bring up any kind of counterpoints to this one random thing I said. But you know who doesn't bring up those kind of counterpoints? Hillary Clinton. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like in, in the, the debate, Beto was smart. Cause well, he, he, he brought a lot of facts. Well, he brought a lot of facts, and then he didn't want to... Say something like if if Ted said, oh, Beto is for this, this and that. Right. Mm. And then after the the rebuttal was like, see, he didn't, you know, refute what I said, you know, so it must be what he feels. Yeah. And it's just like, well, maybe in the past, um, Beto did say those things. And he just did, I mean, he just doesn't feel like it's something that he needs to defend. Well, so there was that one point whenever. He said, uh, Ted Cruz was like, oh, well, you know, he brought this up nine years ago. And then Beto was like, look, I've changed my mind since then. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that all narcotics should be uh, uncriminalized or decriminalized. And he's like, oh, well, nine years ago isn't that long ago. So this guy clearly just changes his mind all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. So everyone changes their mind. Nine years ago. Nine yeah, like years nine ago. years especially, that's that's a pretty long time. Like mm-hmm. a lot has happened in nine years to everyone. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. I mean and also like from what you were saying, he was basically just calling for a debate about decriminalizing narcotics. Well yeah, I mean what he's cause what he said, because I, I believe he did write a book about drugs. The marijuana? Yeah. And, and he 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 did say that he was uh willing to have a debate on 
legalizing narcotics, but what he was mainly or mainly uh, kind of focused on was marijuana. Yeah. And he 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 incorrectly lumped marijuana in with narcotics, and that's when he said, "Oh, I mean, I really was just trying to have the debate about the reasonable thing here, which is marijuana." And then, yeah, maybe we can have a conversation about narcotics, you know, later. But the the more pressing thing here would be marijuana. Yeah. And then he's like, "That's my bad. I didn't I didn't mean to lump that those those two things in together." But we do have an opioid problem. But we do have an op- <laughs> opioid problem. That's oh for sure. Oh my god, that was one of the best, like just but face no palm moments. No one caught it. Yeah, well, I'm sure people caught it, but mm-hmm. it didn't seem like it got as big of a reaction at the at the actual uh, debate. Because, like, at one point, Ted Cruz, whenever he brought up the whole drug mm-hmm. thing, the narcotics, the rebuttal that. Uh, Beto brought up was you know we have an opioid crisis and I would rather legalize weed which gives similar kind of benefits m- medically to opio- opioids without all the addictive properties without people actually having I mean, you can't problems be... yeah like there's no well I think there's like some like strains that have possibilities of I some mean, weird overdose issues or something anyway you it, it, it doesn't safer. have the same kind of properties that can be addictive and can actually cause death which happens frequently on opioids mm-hmm. so he's like i would rather give people that option as opposed to saying no the only option you have is an opioid which you may get addicted to good luck good luck uh, so Don't abuse it ted cruz's <laughs> rebuttal was basically like, oh, well, he's not saying that uh, he doesn't refute ever saying that we should legalize all narcotics. That includes heroin and fentanyl, all these other things. But he's like, and then his next thing was, uh, oh, and we do have an opioid crisis. Like, he was basically, the way he said it was basically equating what Beto was saying to, like, he just basically jumped on Beto's point. Mm-hmm. And tried to make it seem like it was his own. Yeah, it's it's one weird thing because you, if you go on Twitter, you'll see Ted post videos of Beto like saying something out of context. I'm sure. No, no, no. It's totally in context, but it's like this makes <clears throat> him look good. Like, what do you? It's like one of the videos was Beto in a black church, uh huh, like saying like, "Oh, I, you know." I understand I have white privilege and I'm going to fight, you know, to get, you know, uh, you guys, you know, what you need, your rights, make sure, you know, everyone, your children are safe. And and are you guys with me? And it's like everyone, yeah, you know, clapping, you know, the black shirt. <laughs> and then, and then it says, you know, straight out of Bethel's mouth. That's the caption. I'm like, this makes him look real good. Like, what are you doing? I think it's one of those, like, the Democrat, or the, sorry, the Republican Party runs on the whole idea that racism doesn't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of like they're in denial that there's, yeah, it's not like open racism like it was in like the 60s, where it's just like, oh, yeah, it's okay to just go beat up a black guy. Like, no, we're not at that point anymore, but we still definitely have issues to work through as a society. So, yes, white privilege is a real thing. As a white person, I, I don't really know what it's like to 
you know, be treated any differently because of the color of my skin, at least not in a negative way. And it's something that unless you kind of think hard about it, you probably don't notice it. Because I'm like, oh, maybe just this person being nice. They gave me, you know, some extra little thing that they didn't give to someone else. Like it's usually dumb little things, but it's just kind of those little mental, you know, stupid things that people don't really realize. So. I mean, or even just subconscious things that have been beat into us from yeah. society and from media where, you know, if you see some big man who looks dark coming at you. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. Yeah. So I got a bad man. I got to react. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it just beat into you or you see a Hispanic looking guy with who looks like a cholo. He must know where all the tacos are. (laughs) Or just, you know, things like I said, beat into us by the media and and stuff like that. I mean, that's more That's just like it's a societal issue. And I think that's like what Beto is kind of talking about like he's actually actively saying hey we do have an issue i'm talking about it mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean, if, if they're running ads at like least that having a conversation about it which is good yeah because if you have the other way around where you're not having a conversation at all well that's how we get to the point that we're at right the, now it just festers and yeah and there's a hole now you're gonna have oh wait oh i guess there's a race war now there's no way we could have prevented <laughs> that in any kind of way uh, Beto did have he focused a lot on his whole like tour of all the counties of mm-hmm. Texas which mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say is like an issue to take with it it's just like it got brought up a lot it, you brought up a lot of names yeah there's a lot of names a lot of I went to all these counties I mean it's good that he did that and, to, and spoke with people in these counties and so they feel like he you know, maybe this person will represent me in my little county, right? Yeah. Or, you know, that's, I mean, that's really the only way you can really understand who is voting. Yeah. Like I mean, going not, to these different counties, really, really small counties and meeting with the people. I think it's good that he did it. It's just like, at a certain point, it kind of got annoying. Yeah, I mean, it, it was brought up a lot. brought up so often. Um, but I really like, Ted Cruz just comes off as a complete douchebag. Like, Anytime, like, because Ted attacked Beto a lot, like just saying off-handed things, just crazy stuff. And then Beto was just kind of like standing there. He was just standing there looking at him. I mean, he looked angry. It's perfectly reasonable to be angry. Mm -hmm. But then like every single time Beto would bring up stuff, like he would talk about facts. He would, you know bring up statistical stuff about like Cruz's tenure as a senator and like Ted Cruz was just like over there chuckling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And then he was like, he went way over his time a lot of times and he just wouldn't shut up. Like you're the, me, the only thing that really scares me about Beto, not scares me like on whatever he's doing or what he believes in. It's just that he seems like he hasn't done enough. He just seems like the 
smaller, weaker politician. Because Cruz is like, he's, he seems like a vet. Like, oh, I've been in the shit. You know, I've been, you know, I've spoken with all these people. I know all my shit here. I know Texas. And then with Beto, it just seems like he hasn't done enough either with uh, speaking with the president directly or um, just being able to get him to listen to his points and to put Texas in in his ear and stuff like that. So, so I, I, it just seems like he's just hasn't done enough. I have to say I took issue with that whole line of questioning around working with the president thing because that basically makes it sound like Congress answers to the president. That's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. They are equal or they should be equal. And it's them making compromises with each other to pass legislation. It's not that the senators work for the president or Mm -hmm. the representatives work for the president. That's not how it works. It's actually supposed to be the exact opposite. They should (laughs) Mm -hmm. be, they should have issues with each other so that they can keep each other in check. That's the purpose of three different branches of government. None of them are meant to be more powerful than the other. They're all meant to keep each other in check. So, like, I I thought that that was stupid, really. Like, it just shows that we have a fundamental disconnect between the way that the system's supposed to work and the way that it does work now. And so, like, the idea that Cruz wants to roll back executive orders, but then he's basically saying that he kowtows to the president, like, that flies in the face of that. Like, that's just... And it's also sh- it's short sighted because I mean, a hundred percent Trump could not be the president, you know, in two years. Oh, I mean, he could not be the president next week. But, <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, it's it's a little short sighted. And hot take: he just threat threatened the president's life. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, I mean, it just seems like he made gun science with his hands. <laughs> Like it just to me, it just seems that Cruz is the more veteran politician. Yeah, which he, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. And to me, it just seems that Beto just doesn't have a lot under his belt as far as what he's accomplished. Well, he's like if like looking into everything, mm-hmm. he has done a lot. Like he's been on a bunch of committees and subcommittees as far as issues. But I mean, representatives don't. Yeah, understandable. Have but a lot of power. That's just how it seems. Like when, because they're a different part of the government. So. Yeah, but I mean, that's like, that's trying to compare apples to oranges. I and, understand that, and I'm but saying it's like just... the perspective of mm-hmm. it. Like I understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from, but it also is one of those things where you shouldn't really look at how they come across as far as like power. You have to look at their ideas. Like if you support their ideas, that's who you should be voting for. And it shouldn't be that, oh, well, um, I just like the way that Ted Cruz carried himself better. But I, I agree with what Beto's saying, but no, it mean, just looks it like Ted Cruz is going to do more for me. It'd never be like that. It's just the one, it's just the only oh, thing. Um, there are people who think who would, who would do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole reason JFK won against Nixon. Because that televised debate, people are like, oh, Nixon just looks seedy. He sounds good, but he looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And JFK destroyed him. So, I mean, it goes a long way. Body language, 
the way I mean, people carry themselves just, goes a long way. He, I'm assuming is are they the same age? I don't really know. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they're probably both 40s. Let's see. I feel like Beto needs to put a little bit more meat on his bones. A little too skinny for me. Uh, I mean, he just looks like kind of the tall, lanky kind of person. That's probably just a body type. I mean, Ted Cruz is a short, fat guy. <laughs> so you should vote for him, Mike. <laughs> no, I mean, I. if we're going to get to the point now where Beto's we're going to say who, who we're voting for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from based off of everything, I would vote for Beto. Yeah, like as of right now, because like I said, as of September twenty second, yeah, we don't know. Beto comes across as the moderate liberal, mm-hmm. so he's liberal on the uh, civil side of things. He is pretty. Uh, I mean, I guess he's kind of he's more moderate on fiscal stuff, because um, he kind of goes either way. But yeah, I mean, I mean like, just. But to be honest, just because he gets the spot, I mean, so Donald doesn't mean he's going to get every single thing that he believes in passed. Oh, no. I, so I fully expect. Yeah, Ted Cruz is only two years older than him, 47. Okay. I would fully expect, and this is, it could very well be that if Beto actually does win, mm-hmm. he gets in office and doesn't do anything. I That's a very real possibility because that happens a lot. Um the Did Ted Cruz speak Spanish? Oh, I don't know. It's weird because I saw like where Ted he never was... talks about. Yeah, like he's being he's Hispanic. basically in denial about he's white. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I, I was gonna say that I saw that Cruz's base was saying that Beto's name is pandering to yeah. the Hispanic vote. Yeah. Right, but from what I understand, Beto has been Beto since. He yeah, was like he posted that he was... that picture of him as a little baby with that Beto sweater on. Yeah, since he was born, basically. Yeah, that's just a nickname in Hispanic culture. Which that you give. El Paso is almost Mexico. Yeah. Um. Like, so I mean, I've been I believe there... it. I'm like, he just maybe he's just the people that were with him or in school just nicknamed him. Just that's a, that's a common nickname to have, Beto. I've had cousins or I have uncles that are, have the same. That's n- just nickname. the nickname for their right. name being Robert. And and so um, I understand that, right? And if he wants to kind of gravitate to that name, then I understand, right? It's not like he just picked it up, you know, a week <laughs> ago. But with Ted, it's almost the complete opposite. Like his his first name is Rafael. Ted. Hey. His middle Cruz. name is Edward. Edward. His middle name is Edward. And he goes by Ted. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is more of a... It's an attempt to appeal to the white people. Yeah. So, I'm like, so... But the, the Cruz thing, like, that just... It's like, oh, well, he looks white. He's got a Cruz last name. Hey, so Tom Cruise. I can say... <laughs> oh, but it's spelled the, the Hispanic whatever. way. Whatever. You don't say it. You don't spell it when you say it. I mean, that's fair. But I think it's just one of those things where it's like he can kind of play both sides, but he plays more of the the white side because he's a Republican, and yeah, like him to saying me, that, that about that Beto is basically weird. the same thing that he's done. Yeah, to me, I'm like, wait, his first name is Rafael, 
and his last name is Cruz. I'm like, so why did he go with Ted? Apparently, he does speak Spanish. Interesting. Let me see this clip. I'm like, what? This is him going against what Trump said. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I, I, there was a lot of stuff I didn't understand. He sounds kind of like um, Jim Adler <laughs> when he speaks Spanish. Jim Adler, El Martillo, Tejano. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would also say my vote as of now is Beto because it just seems like, to me, the issue that we have in politics is just stagnation. like And especially in a state that has traditionally gone one way, like it doesn't hurt to actually switch things up. Um, and what we need really as a country is progress. That should always be the goal is progress not trying to stick to old ways like i've never understood that mentality that's the conservative way i know and texas leans conservative i know or historically leans Which... apparently texas is a very young state now so What do you say? He's pause it. He says, I understand Spanish, but I don't speak it like I want to. Okay. I said, I don't speak it like you do. So it's going to be hard for me to basically articulate himself. All right. Well, I mean, that's that reasonable. was a poor uh, <laughs> attempt. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's second generation. So, yeah. So one of the other points that Ted Cruz brought up that I just want to mention real quick, because I feel like this could just should be an entire KCC, honestly. Um, he brought up the whole party thing of Republicans have been the ones to push for civil rights oh, and yeah. Democrats were the ones who were committing all the atrocities against black people and blah, blah, blah. They never want to talk about the fact that there was an, a, a basically just a name change associated with the political ideologies. So actually, I think that will be a KCC topic eventually because it's something that's bothered me for a really long time. And it's not that hard to do research on. Like, I mean, I learned that back in high school. Yeah, they talked about it in public school. <laughs> and also... Uh, like I, I've done some extra reading on it and it's just like... It happened slowly over time. They went by like the Democratic Republicans and then some other, I don't remember what the other name was, but then they just eventually dropped one or the other and kept the ideology, but the names changed. So now people try to rewrite history to serve themselves. 
Just, but, just by using the name. Yeah, just by using the name. Not looking at how it actually went down. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Beto is my vote. Beto. Frank, you haven't heard anything in any of this that makes you... Lean Teddy? No, I Lean told you guys. Because I actually watched the debate. I mean, we Two all watched slaps the over here. I hey, watched we, it. We watched, I watched it. the highlights. Yeah, we had to rewatch it. Yeah, for these two slaps. I watched it the first time because I was doing and, my research. Well, as, as I said, I was like, every time Ted Cruz talked, he just sounded. He sounded like a politician, man. Mm-hmm. Just ugh. He sounded like a weatherman when they talk. So we're yeah. gonna have this. Um, High pressure like gun if, system come over here. If this does change, like where Beto does get elected, that's that's big time. I mean, I think it'll be a big deal for Texas because it'll prove oh, that's that, big for the whole country. Yeah, the issue is, I think a lot of times that would show that this country is at at least purple. <laughs> <laughs> which it should be honestly like there shouldn't just be some party lines like we should or this the state would at least be purple and it's not the red you can always count it to be red so it's like okay so now it's it could be blue purple maybe yeah i mean yeah that's big it is a, it is a big deal Texas is a big time state yeah but just having a change in a senator probably no, isn't going to make a huge in the, difference. In the process, if young people come out and vote for this, if they see the possibility of change or progress mm-hmm. that empowers them for future votes, yeah, that has them, they're already registered, right? Yeah, they're already they know how the process works. They're they're committed. They're they're um they're in it to win it right so if they if they're empowered in that way then they're gonna come out you know election after election after election maybe we could turn this you know texas doesn't vote kind of thing around apparently i didn't know this but according to the debate texas is 50th in voter turnout so that's not good that's uh that's last place (laughs) (laughs) that's as worse as a lot of it is it is it's voter apathy and it's all it's the process just is not modern yeah it's tedious yeah things need to get modernized like the fact that you have to go somewhere to do it and it also just comes from texas is red get over it that's just how it's always gonna be they let you they should just allow you to put you get a voter id download the app put in your voter id log in vote done yeah, there's no reason that, like, if we can pay like bills that. online, we can vote online. Zero reason. Like, it's not a security issue unless someone purposely builds a server to do this that has all kinds of flaws. But if you build it to any kind of an industry standard, it's it'll be fine. It's not going to be completely problem-free. But, that's, but where, that's when the fear-mongering starts coming in where they're like, oh... Uh, well, manufacture votes. Uh, it's like, yeah, but oh, that happens uh, already. Looney, Looney Tunes just voted for Trump or just some ma- ma- random made-up person or they're like, oh, 
my cousin voted. He's I mean, been dead for five years. Leaked, uh, that happens already, though. Like <laughs> any kind of any of those arguments ha- hold no water because it already has happened right, without electronics. You, that's, this is what it is. You, you're pandering to older people who that's your voting base because yeah. they're the ones that vote. The well, they don't on know the, how it works. They're they on their way out. Online, work. they can barely set up a bank account online. People what, that were born in the '90s are now late 20s mm-hmm. mid to late 20s we're the ones that's what i'm saying we we're growing we're empowered but yeah. we need to be we don't vote we yes vote. but and what i'm we, saying is like everyone if, in this room is guilty of it yeah i'm not i'm not trying to say i'm any better about any of this stuff than anyone else but they pander to that older demographic yes the issue is they're dying pretty quickly. <laughs> Damn. I mean, that's just the truth. Like I mean, baby yeah. boomers are are at the age where it's about to be pretty much mass death. Like that's going to be a huge population of the United States that dies. We need to get into the relatively business. soon. <laughs> You'd make a lot of money. Um, I'd do it. That's what my my sociology t- teacher told me because he was well, also everyone dies so. Well, he because I think he also does things with funerals. He's like, if y'all want to make some money, like get into the like elderly care business or like become a nurse and do mm-hmm. that, or just get into the funeral business. It's like it's gets coming. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's it's gonna happen, and I just don't think that it's. It's not reasonable to try to stand on that anymore. I mean, that's the maybe this is the first vote where it's like, hey, maybe we we got something going on here. As I'm hoping voters. things do change, I really do. But I honestly, I, even if he does, even if Beto does get elected, I don't really see a ton of change happening, unless a bunch of other states also elect more progressive people. Which is it's from possible what I, from what I. Because I pay attention to some of this stuff. I listen to some news things that go into that. What was the state that had that that girl win? New York. It was like New, a big time. Like, New York, oh, New Jersey. Oh. Yeah, it was one of. It was either one of those. Like she was like the Democratic Socialist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she was just like a city. They had a big win there, and then I think Florida. Maybe there's just a recent one. Well, man, Florida's gonna be out of most of their population. <laughs> Florida's just a, a mess to be in just because of the hurricanes and a lot of old people go there to die. Well, yeah, it's, it's tropical. Anyway. It's like Arizona. Arizona, hugely conservative. Yeah, yeah. For now, at least. I mean, well, old people will always go there, but... Right, we're going to become old at some point, and I don't feel like we will have... I mean, maybe we may have a major well, shift and change of our... What we're what we believing. Yeah, it, it will happen. I mean, we already are, like with the Zim Zerzai shit. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're left behind. we're just pieces of shit. We're behind on that for sure. You're just like, you it's fucking just, bigot, conservative son of I a bitch. I promise you, we're not hateful people. It's just... It's a different... It's different from what we grew up with. It's not it even that it's different from what we grew up with. a little bit over the top. It is over the top. Mm-hmm. I don't think like just social cues in general don't support some me just n- randomly knowing what you want to be called. Like that's not how 
social cues work. So uh, that is <laughs> that's a also bigot. a topic that and I because I listen to a lot of comedians, and you know, some people don't like get to give comedians their due, but hey, they bring up the the tough topics. Right, it's that a lot no one of they are about. they commentate on on life and, and how things are now. Yeah, and they bring up things that maybe are ridiculous. <sighs> And the big time topic is the Zimzer and all these, you know, what's your pronoun kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of it, it's not, doesn't come from, hey, it's just, the question is, why do you feel like you always have to, why is your gender your identity? Like whenever you walk into a room, are you like, hey, my name's Keith and I'm a male and I'm a straight (laughs) male. Yeah. Like identifying that kind of stuff is ridiculous like that's it doesn't need to be a part of like your identity that you're just putting out into the world it can be something that you discuss like i don't care if you're gay or if you're transgender or anything like that like whatever you say you should care because if you don't then you're not pushing the agenda forward to for acceptance i can accept it without pushing for anything (laughs) like they say you can't i i mean agree to disagree at that point i mean that just you're never gonna find anyone to fully agree with everything like the progressive ideology extends to all kinds of things plenty of it i think is ridiculous but i I would consider myself a progressive moderate yeah like moderate progressive is what i would say you're more left-leaning i feel like uh frank I don't know. Maybe moderate mm, to moderate, moderate. <laughs> maybe moderate to slightly right. Really? What? <laughs> a lot, sometimes Frank never pays attention to the case. Sometimes a lot of black people, they do lean that way. Yeah. I mean, like moderate to right. And I mean, I don't know what I am. Maybe I'm. Because I'm. Like, I really do appreciate the second amendment yeah, i have no issue with the second amendment for what it is i really appreciate like if 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 someone on the left was like whoa you're crazy right wing if you support the second amendment in any kind of way or yeah whatever. that's retarded and i'm just like come on really like i i would have to would like a conversation about what would be smart gun control like what what can we do at least have it on the table yeah right because doing nothing ain't doing nothing for nobody exactly so and then with i lean more left on social issues yeah maybe i lean a little bit more right on like fiscal stuff that's where i think i think like i think lower taxes for businesses can be helpful just because it yeah it it makes texas a more attractive state for business to to come into yeah and i mean i understand that line of thought my issue with the whole there needs to be like absolutely we have to have lower taxes on businesses otherwise they won't be here at that point you're basically saying like you're pandering to the business and that is not what government should be doing like we shouldn't be held captive by a business like government does not need to be playing favorites and say oh well because like the whole thing with trump and carrier 
like how he basically guaranteed them a huge tax break with no guarantee on their end of how many jobs they were going to keep for how long. Like that is absolutely stupid. That's a terrible deal. And it doesn't make any sense. Like if a company is saying, if you don't lower taxes, we're going to leave. They're the bad guy. Well, I mean, they're already the bad guy. You don't have to be the bad guy though. Like we've talked about it before, like morality and business it should be a thing. It's, it's not. We've moved away from that because of the whole greed is good mentality. And that's the real issue. They talk money, right? And if they're like, hey, maybe this place is going to charge us less money just to be alive or be a thing, then why not? But, I mean, I understand. In my head, it makes sense. But obviously, it, I mean, it could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not really... I, I would the whole, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to understand unless you're like a full on economist and you I understand mean, tax law. But my thing would be, I would want actual tax brackets, and that applies to individuals, like a huge range of tax brackets. I'm not talking about like, oh, we have five total tax brackets, and that's everything. Like, it should be there's a a tax bracket that's as low as maybe five percent, tax bracket that's as high as like. 40 to 50 percent because honestly no one who makes you know tens of millions of dollars a year needs that money they don't need all of it it needs to be a standard of living not a how greedy can you be mentality like i should to me that's like that's the american dream right you want to make yeah but the american dream want to make money and then now you have the government in your pocket grabbing half of it it, to me, it just like I'm just like I don't really like the government in my pocket now. I mean, I understand that. I mean, everyone needs to pay their due, right? So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying like it's. I'm not saying that it needs to be like oh, if you make you know a hundred thousand plus, then you're at a you're at a fifty percent tax rate. Like that's ridiculous. Anyone who gets to the point where they're making you know ten, twenty, even a hundred million dollars a year. They don't need all that money. Like, there's 0% need for that money. They don't need all of it. I mean, that's in your opinion. You don't. <laughs> like, it's a very bold claim. <laughs> like, what if the person is trying to make, get a business going and an need economist, all this capital? An economist mm-hmm. can sit down. They could probably tell you, even at a high standard of living, this is the amount that you need to survive. That's what we should start basing taxes on. Like that should be, it's a scientific method. Mm-hmm. It's a mathematical method. We can say at these different pay levels, this is the amount that you need. So therefore, this is the amount of taxes that we should be choosing, that we should be so charging. So it's like setting an, al- like a, an allowance for? Not an allowance, no. It's, I mean, you're saying? It's adjusting taxes based on a standard of living per pay bracket. Like that's the like we need money to live. That's the way the society is set up. So if we want to actually increase the quality of life for everyone, not just the extremely wealthy and not just the extremely poor, we need to actually take a look at what people need to live in certain income brackets. And I think that's a completely reasonable way to do it. And you can look at businesses the same way. Like how much capital do you need to actually grow your business each year all right that means that if you are expected to make this amount every year 
This is the tax bracket you fall into. Like it's it's something that is completely reasonable to do, and would even out tax brackets. It would actually I mean, even in, out. In your opinion, we're not we're not experts in here. Well, no. So, I'm just saying I don't know, and it's. I'm more for the person. Yeah, we need to have more individual rights, less business rights. I completely agree with that. It's kind of got way out of where we were originally. So, I just want you to, you, every, if you're listening, to kind of be aware of where I am and know that I would still vote Becca. Yes. So... Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point to to wrap this up. Kind of a long episode. It was super long. Uh, Two hours. Two hours. God, I mean, that broke it up into the different <laughs> audio segments. So I have to sync all this up. Forty like something seconds or so. <laughs> we can find something to cut out. Yeah, we we can. I know if we. I know if there's stuff we can cut out for sure. I still have to sync it. Like I still oh, have yeah, two separate audio matter. files. It doesn't matter where we cut no, it. Right. <laughs> anyway. So, hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope it was educational for you. And uh, if you live in Texas, it was bisexual in college. (laughs) No. Keith uh, has tickle bitties. (laughs) True or false? Ah, The non-denial says it all. I said I have man boobs. Double Ds? Not double Ds. Ds? Nice Probably C-cup. a solid B cup. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, at least you don't have like the like the man booze where it's like, whoa, whoa, like that's a titty. <laughs> like, whoa, I've seen those around, and you, you're lucky you ain't got those. No, I don't. So anyway, this man's got testosterone flowing through his veins. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Keep listening. Subscribe to us on got Google Play, Apple, We have Spotify. a Patreon, too. Yeah, we got <laughs> Patreon. We probably need to give that some love. Um, Patreon. Hope you enjoyed the movie review that came out already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though we haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> um, but yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hi. Bye.